three, two, one. Sometimes it's really off. Sometimes it's really on. And today was on. So that means we're going to have a good show. Well, fuck yeah. Let's go then. Unprepped. Ready to rock. Okay, let's go. Okay, go. Ready to rock? Uh, I know. I just let me just bring up one more screen. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Fuck. <laughs> You'd probably have a better time picking your nose, but this is how you're choosing to spend your time? Listening to these guys? Well, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome all to it. This is the Old Men Heal Like Clouds podcast, and we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. It is episode number 127. As we record this, it is Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th. It is approximately noon. We are recording live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. I threw a new line in there and I fucked myself up, but uh, I'll get it next time. That's, see, that uh, fucked <laughs> me up there then, too. That's what, I'll blame you. I'll blame you for stumbling um, on this super fine Sunday Super Bowls, something like that. Uh, before we get into the stuff, that is Steven. My name is Adam. Uh, you can donate to our podcast by hitting oldmanhill.clouds.com and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, please donate. That's all we ask, okay? Um, so let's be, I'm going to be honest. I, we're supposed to do an interview today with a lovely influencer named Erica. She got called into work. Uh, she knew Friday. I knew yesterday around 6 p.m., but I forgot to message you. So I woke up this morning to a barrage of messages from you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, oh, yeah, fuck. I guess I should let you know. So you're, you're, messages woke me up in the morning so thanks like, oh, yeah, the fuck. fuck a lot oh shit you know fuck yeah it's yeah it's, i don't know what it is i think it's something in the air or something in the water but i've been extremely busy at work i know you've been extremely busy yeah. at work i don't know what's going on is it are people getting money back are people spending money right now are people going places i just i don't understand why why we're both so busy all of a sudden yeah i had a fucking hellish night last night nothing you know but it was just like I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in the world right now. Yeah. Um, well, for, I, I don't have an answer for it. Do you have an yeah, answer for no, it? No, I don't have an answer. For me, it's just the nature of the business. It's it's what, yeah. are, what we're doing, and being being busy for us is really good, uh, and it means it's hopefully we're helping people, and, uh, uh, you know, especially the Indigenous people across Canada. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I am swamped, though. Like, things, things were really crazy busy there in January. I thought it, it would slow down a little bit here in February. It maybe did for a couple of days. I thought maybe I was catching up and getting some breath and uh, some fresh air, and then I'm just slammed again. Like the rest, the next, um, probably the next three and a half weeks are just going to be fucking nuts for me. I'm going to have, I've got lots of deadlines to meet. I've got lots going on, oh, some different projects happening. Um uh, yeah. So, and then I go away for, I think on March 8th, I go back to my, uh, to Alberta for my trip to see my parents and help out. Nice. So, uh, until then I'm crazy. Like I'm just, I'm going to be going nuts. So. Well, arguably uh, yeah. when you leave to March on March the 8th, you're going to be busy there helping your folks out. So it's. Uh, well, ex- yeah. yeah so time. there you go. So it's not going to be a vacation. I always say yeah. that it's, it's, uh, it's sure it's time off work. It's nice to see them and to help out, but it's not really a vacation either. It's not like no. I'm going to be able to relax and not sitting on the beach soaking up rays and drinking margaritas or anything like that, right? So, But are you that guy? Do you go sit on beaches? I hate sitting on a beach, to be honest with you. I can do a beach for, I can do half a beach day. 
And then I yeah. want to be in the city walking around exploring. I don't mind being in the sun walking around, like exploring like a cave or a ruin or something like that. But I can't yeah. just sit on the beach and get drunk. It's just not who I am. You know what? I used to be that that kind of person. I used to love yeah. it. I used to be able to go out in the backyard and just fucking lie around in the sun all fucking day, all afternoon. I used mm-hmm. to go on vacations and I've been to Hawaii a few times and Mexico and, you know, you just go there and you just fucking sit around. You get half cut at yeah. at noon and uh, you spend your afternoons there. And sure, we went on excursions and we did different things, um, you know, while at these exotic places. Um some really cool stuff to do all the time. So we didn't sit still necessarily on the beach all the time. But yeah, like I've been to Hawaii for two weeks and all I did was sit on the fucking Waikiki beach. Oh, wow. And, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know what? Though no, I can't do that anymore either. Number one, yes. it's too fucking boring. Number yeah. two is, well, I don't drink anymore, so I'm not going to be fucking sitting around getting loaded at noon. And <laughs> number three, the fucking sun is bad for you, man. So, yeah. um, so it's a combination of all those things. And you know what? I just, I think it's because of that we have, I mean, sure, I'd love to go to Hawaii again. Uh, not that, not to sit on the beach, but just because there's lots to see and do. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful place. But uh, I think our, you know, our vacations are probably not going to be that type of destination anymore. So just for those reasons. See, I was chatting about this um, with a significant other. Uh, who always reminds me to put sunscreen on, even when it's not sunny. Uh, but <laughs> um, I want to start planning vacations around music. Yeah, uh, around cool. Maybe around, because we don't do festivals here in uh, Vancouver or British Columbia. I don't see any sort of big festivals. But you go to, like, Florida or the one that just, that, that Psycho Fest in Las Vegas that just got postponed. Like, those music festivals are fucking awesome. And I've never really been to a huge music festival. Like, no Lollapaloozas, no. I mean, we've done OzFest here a couple times. Yeah. But, uh, and I guess that's, or maybe Edge Fest as well, but those are the closest things that we've had to festivals here. Like, I want to go see, like, a four-day festival with every fucking band that you like and and check it out there. You know, plan a vacation around that. So do that, then see the city wherever it is, if it's in Chicago or Illinois or Florida or wherever the hell it is. But, uh, you know, or even plan a three, four, five-dayer, you know, go see a band within the day of, they're not coming to Vancouver and kind of see it around that. So, yeah. That that was the kind of conversation we've been having. Yeah. Um about well, that. But. Well, that's that's really cool and uh I would love to do that too and um I mean even our last trip to Los Angeles unofficially was kind of similar to that, right? Because yeah, we I did remember. we did go to the cemeteries, we did see a lot of the um you know, the graves and and stuff for a lot of musicians, which was really cool. You know, went to the strip club that went to the, for girls, girls, girls. We didn't go inside because it was closed, I think, uh, at the time. But, you know, like, yeah. so, but, but you know, stuff like that. You know, we went to the Rainbow. We saw Lemmy's statue there. We yeah, went awesome. to, you know, obviously lots of places to go to on the Sunset Strip and, you know, Hollywood Boulevard and seeing all the stars and all that kind of stuff. So that was really cool. And, um, um but but the festivals would be awesome too, like to see live music. I guess if I was yeah. ever into that or wanting to do that again, um, Europe certainly has all of the really good shows, especially the metal festivals, right? Oh, there's, 100%. those would be fucking awesome to go there. Starting with Walkin', but there's the Download Festival. There's yeah, uh, uh, there's just yeah, there's... just yeah, they're just all over the place. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I even saw some of the lineups for those shows or those 
things coming up this spring and summer. Like, just amazing. Like, they just yeah. don't have that over here for the most part. I mean, there's a couple of good ones, but for the most part, they don't uh, have the really cool, hard and heavy shows over here. Uh, Psycho Fest was canceled, you said, this year? Uh, yeah, it was postponed the next year. Or postponed? Year. I, okay. I don't know, too sure. I just saw the headline and moved on. Oh, my life, but. okay. <laughs> That's too bad because that is one of the awesome ones. I mean, I wanted to go to the very first one. Uh, what is this, six or seven or eight years now this has been going on? Um, the lineup is always great. Lots of cool bands I would love to see. That sucks that if it's that it got postponed this year for whatever reason. So yeah, I'm that's not too bad. Sure either. Uh, Vegas anyway. seems to be having a lot of the cool festivals there. Yeah, I'm just trying to have a quick look for why it was, but I can't even find it anymore. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Vegas seems to be doing it right. They're doing that emo fest, whatever it is, or like new fest, or it has like Corn and Evanescence and Deftones and yeah. all those kind of bands, which would be at my wheelhouse. But uh, um, yeah, that's not happening. You know, money's a thing. Plus, COVID's still around. If uh, you know, you forget about that, right? Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I do. We talked about pool party. I do want to go to a Vegas pool party though, just to experience it because Vegas has these fucking huge pools at all their hotels and the same kind of thing, but instead of the beach, you're in a pool. But again, it's, uh, you know, I'll probably do that for a couple hours and get bored and fuck <laughs> off. But, yeah. uh, and uh, sitting in a pool drinking is not as fun as sitting on a beach drinking. So that's, oh, you know, it loses its, uh, that's true too. So, um, I just found a link for Psycho. It is Psycho 10 or Psycho X. It's the 10th edition. Uh, I said it was seven or eight. It's amazing. It's been around that long. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It will not be staged this year after the desired lineup could not be achieved. So it's a, that's a, that's a different excuse, I guess, or different reason. It's a conflict issue. Yeah. So it's um, interesting. Yeah. I guess uh, bands aren't touring or, Maybe they are in Europe at all these other great festivals, or um, maybe just nobody's interested anymore. I don't know what it is, but anyway, that's that sucks for those who were planning to attend. Yeah. Um, anyway, hopefully next year. Well, as you as we learned about in Wayne's World Two, if you book them, they will come. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all we can do, you know. Book them if it doesn't work, they moved it to next year. Uh, so they're booked them, they will come a year later. So okay. that's what counts. That's right. <laughs> uh, fuck, Wayne's Road 2, classic movie. Yes, it is. Uh, but I was gonna ask you about your morning routine. How do you get ready for your day in the morning when you are working and when you aren't working or days off? So what what's the difference between your morning routine, or is there any? I don't know that there's a difference. Obviously, I'm just. You know, if you have to go into work, you're on the clock, so you have to kind of, you know, get up, uh, have your shower, grab something to eat if you have time, and out the door you go, right? So yeah. um, more often than not, though I'm still working at home, I, I get up, I have my coffee, I look at uh, some some downloads, some movies, yep. some music, shit like that, and then eventually start my day, my work day, right? So I don't, it's it's not really different. You know, throwing yeah. breakfast there along the way, and eventually I have have something to eat in the morning. And yeah, it's not it's not really different. Um, one is I have to fucking put on some fucking pants and <laughs> and walk out the door. <laughs> the other is I don't, so I get to fucking stay in my fucking underwear and sit around all day. So not a big difference. 
See, I, I'm in the same way. The, the, the only difference, so I, I, I wake up around, I don't know, fuck, whatever time. Uh, and then I cop on the phone, check the messages, and I got throughout the evening. Because I get up around in between 10 and 1 o'clock on a work day or a regular day. So I, I catch up on whatever I missed. Uh, I hit on the Twitter because I have two separate Twitter accounts. I have one news account that I just follow all the news on. And I have one, my personal account. And we also have our old Many Other Clouds account. Uh, but I check the news account to see if there's any breaking news or anything that's happening. And then I usually get up and go grab a coffee. So it gets me outside. It gets me getting the fresh air. I drive to the Starbucks or wherever I'm going and then come yeah. back. And uh, if it's a work day, I'll put it around on the computer for like an hour. Just kind of reread some of the news I read. Kind of get a bigger picture on it. And same like you. Check downloads and do all that shit. And then eat some breakfast. And then off the door I go. On a non-work day, that computer time, checking all that stuff and reading it. And it come, turns in, instead of like half hour to an hour, it turns into like two to five hours of just doing shit. Yeah. And then, you know, got to get up and, and, and plan the rest of the day that way. But uh, yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. It brings us to the next point. Um, Starbucks. Starbucks have changed the reward system. So I'm an avid Starbucks drinker. I drink it pretty much daily. Um, I was going to cut back and try to save money uh, to, because uh, I spend about $100 every two weeks on Starbucks. Wow. Wow. Give or take. Wow. That's uh, kind of yeah. whatever it is. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, in the art of saving and all that stuff, I'm trying to cut back and, you know, that's a big expense for me. So, but I, like I said, I, I do like the routine of going and getting out of the house and doing the stuff. So I'll, I'll start like this next week after the 14th or the 15th on McDonald's is doing $1 coffees. So okay. I'll, uh, I'll move to that for the month and, you know, try to save some cash. But I like, I get mochas and the mochas are the milk that helps me fill me out for the day and it gives yeah. the caffeine boost and you're, and you're, and you're good to go. But uh, Starbucks is changing the reward programs, and this is big news. People are fucking pissed about this, and yeah. I was pissed when I read about it last week. So I actually, my my standard drink is a half-sweet mocha with blonde espresso. And you don't pay extra for the espresso or anything like that, but the drink it comes out to six twenty-five dollars for the drink, whatever it is. Yeah. And if you use, on the current system, 150 stars, you get that drink for free. Uh, but my super fancy drink, if I want to treat myself out, is a peppermint white mocha with four shots of espresso. And uh, I use the lactose-free milk on that one just because it helps the stomach a little more. Uh, but uh, So that drink by itself is $10.25. Holy shit. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> that's, uh, so I got that drink today, that $10.25, only because I had 150 stars to use. Yeah. To get my free drink. So that 150 stars is now being increased to 200 stars. And uh, the big, the really big change is that. So it's 50 stars for an extra handcrafted drink. Uh, the sandwiches and food items have gone up from 200 to 300 stars. But the bags of coffee, which Starbucks is known for, they're known for their coffees and stuff. If you add home brew or whatever it is, those Starbucks points have gone down from four to 400 to 300 points. So people like my dad who loves Starbucks coffee, like their actual coffee beans, is fucking stoked because he gets the coffees for way cheaper. But the regular Johns who don't, you know, do that and just go there for their, you know, mochas or lattes or whatever it is, is, um, you know, that's that's kind of going up the uh, the window. Right. Uh, you found a great ar- article in CBC that broke down the uh, the costs and what it what it costs to 
like get drinks and people have done the math. Uh, it says to earn one free cup of coffee using the prepaid card, you have to buy 17 cups. Using the card or link credit card, you have to buy 34 cups. So yeah. they're talking about the reward points and stuff. So if you use your report points card, you get two points per dollar or whatever it is or, or something like that. So uh, people are just pissed because they're like everybody, they're adapting and changing to the price inflation and all that shit. But you would think a corporate giant like Starbucks shouldn't really be hit by this. But, you know, every they're constantly opening stores and closing stores and a bunch of shit. One of my favorite stores closed, the Reserve Bar on Main and like 16th here in Vancouver. We've met there a couple of times. Yeah. That's a great spot. Yeah, it was cool. I don't know why they shut that one down because there's not another one... Close by, I don't think. Is there? Where's well, the closest one, the one after that? It's uh, like Granville and Pender or Granville oh, yes. and Hastings. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as right, another Pender. reserve bar, yeah. that's it. That's, yeah. uh, that's it. That's why, yeah, I'm surprised they shut that one down because um, it's a popular area. There's lots of people yeah. around there all the time. And, and like I said, I don't think that there's another Starbucks along Main Street in that area, right? So Yeah, I don't think so. And again, being a reserve bar it's uh, it was a cool place it was always busy again it was it's yeah. it's a it's a great area so um yeah kind of sucks so my questions are well a couple questions number one why do you go to starbucks is it is it the coffee is it convenience is it the loyalty program that they have there for you what is it what's what's your um, reason it's a little bit of both i because okay. i pre-order on the app yeah so, so I, convenience I le- convenience and i like i just enjoy the mochas i this is milk they do it right you know i've yeah. um back on the o'neill show days, scotty and i would transfer to try to find the best mocha um i would whip down to continental coffee which is on commercial and second uh but that's too far for me to go it's a 45 minute trip for where <laughs> yeah. I am. so i can't yeah. do that every day uh so but honestly that'd be my mocha of choice but just having the convenience because before i leave on my journey i order on my app I'm there in five, 10 minutes, and it's usually waiting for me. And because I go there so much, the, the baristas know me. So yeah. if they see me coming and it's not busy, they'll actually walk out to meet me, hand me my coffee, cool. and I walk back. Wow. Yeah. So nice. because I've been going there so much, like it's almost, it's fucking almost daily. So for the most part, it's, you know, I, I do enjoy it. It's, they make a pretty decent mocha. Uh, it's, it's good sauce. I've tried to create it at home. I, I failed. My dad and I are kind of getting close, but, uh, it's not. Uh, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, Continental coffee is really good, but yeah, I, I like it. It's mostly convenience, and it's a decent. It's a decent coffee mocha. It's better than Hordy's. It's better than McDonald's ones. It's better than the uh, whatever it is. But as a strict coffee guy, um, I don't mind Timmy's a double double. I'll drink a double double. Uh, I don't mind coffees from McDonald's. Again, the double double, just straight coffee, is pretty decent, and it's cheaper. The uh, regular coffees at Timmy's are like two twenty six. Whereas a regular coffee at McDonald's is like, or uh, sorry, at Timmy's and McDonald's is like two twenty six, and a regular coffee at Starbucks is closer to three dollars. So right, it's that seventy five cents difference. But you know, different beans they have different roasts. You know, Timmy's and McDonald's has a, just one coffee. Here you go. Yeah, and like, Starbucks you can choose from three, which is you know it gives you a little more variety, a little more spice of life, as yeah. the kids say. See, so like like for me, uh, Starbucks is is nothing special. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, you know, the, sure, the coffee's decent. I think there are, are better places. Um, for me, it's about convenience. Obviously, you know, even though they shut down a whole shitload of stores, they've got still quite a few different locations. Uh, so it's convenience. And like you said, ordering from the app is so easy. Yeah. Uh, if I'm on the, uh, if on the, I'm on the bus going to work into West Van, 
uh, you know, there's one right at Park Royal there. So I'll, you know, basically as I, as I'm pulling up to the bus stop in West Van, I'll throw the order in. And by the time I get to the door, it's already there for me. So, and then off to work I go. So it is convenient. Um, you know, sure. I have, obviously I, I, you know, buying on the app, you do collect the stars. So every once in a while you do get a free coffee. So that's nice. But, but you know what? It's, I'm not tied to Starbucks. For me, this is, uh, I wouldn't say it's not a big deal because, you know, we don't, we don't ever like to see price increases, whether it's actual cash out of our pockets or these loyalty programs. And I guess that, that, that gets me to loyalty programs in general and stuff. And it's just like, you know, people, people come to expect now these loyalty programs and that's why, you know, they get, they get tied in and that's why when they make changes, these companies make changes, everybody gets pissed off. And well, people need to understand that these things are fucking free in the first place. Like, like the idea of the loyalty program is to get people in their door, right? So they do these programs, they want people to, to shop and spend their money there and that's all good. But obviously you have to like the product and the service and all that in the first place. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't go. So, yeah. you know, in my mind, you know, so what that they've, they are increasing, they're not, they're not raising the actual prices of their products. I mean, although they have in the past, of course, but, and, oh, and yeah. companies and stores and retailers always do that. But in this case, they aren't re- increasing prices. It's just the number of star- stars that are required it takes longer to build up your stars because they've changed that part of the system and they've increased the number of stars that it takes to, to basically buy their products. So the, the thing is, they're still free. Why, why are people, I don't get why people are so pissed off, right? It's, um, I don't know. To me, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that part of it. So um, people are, I know are expecting freebies or cheap discounts for everything nowadays. And, and I get that because the economy is, it sucks and prices yeah. are going up sky high everywhere, no matter what you're purchasing. So it's nice to have some, get some breaks once in a while, but like, fuck, they're still giving you free coffees and stuff like that. Still, you're still able to take advantage at least in some ways. So I don't know. People sh- should just mellow out, I guess is what I'm saying, but. <laughs> mellow outs. Mellow outs. <laughs> Grab your coffee That's and mellow out. Shut up. Just drink your caffeine and let's go to go. Yeah. But uh, what we haven't touched on recently, because it's, it's been kind of news last couple of weeks here is um, in Vancouver, you have to pay a 25 cent disposable cup fee. Uh, it's now come out that they're waiving that fee. It's uh, sometime it says it's going to happen in the, by June. So they'll be raving that 25% or that 25 cent cup fee. Have you read about yeah, this? I heard about it too. I don't know much details. I don't know when it's going to happen. I just heard at some point this year too. So yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, that was, that's just stupid. That is because, oh, 100%. because it's just not, there was no benefit for everybody. The idea is to help the climate here and to prevent all of these cups from ending up on the street instead of being recycled properly. And I mean, I get the reasoning for it, but it just didn't work. No. I don't think it worked and people were pissed off about that. Right. So, um, so I'm glad that's going away. Yeah, fuck. And like we've talked about, like if I could just, I have a fucking bag full of cups. This is all full oh, of disposable shit. cups. Yeah, wow, yeah. And I'm just like, because I put in the recycle, because it's yeah. all recyclable here, so I, it's a separate bag, because I go daily, obviously, and we talked about that. Um, but if I could bring this back to Vancouver and get 25 cents back a cup, you know, that's what should happen. You should be able to put a deposit on the cup, just like 
you you put a deposit on um like cans at a liquor store or bubbly pops or a soda at the liquor store, you should be able to put a deposit and get the deposit back. So I was like, I don't mind paying 25 cents if I can get that back. Uh, but uh, they weren't doing it. I'm pretty sure they've dug into it. And hey, what are you guys doing with that 25 cent cup? Oh, we don't do anything with it. It just adds profits. So. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all it does. So, so the sad thing is, though, is that, uh, okay, now once Vancouver, uh, you know, gets dumps that, that tax or whatever you want to call it, uh, are these are these coffee shops going to raise their prices twenty five cents across the board? Because, like you said, a lot of them yeah. are taking it uh, taking it in as profit. It's so, profit. Uh, so you know, so we're kind of fucked. So, and, and you know, <laughs> you you could blame the city of Vancouver for this, and if if that were to happen, because yeah, you know, they basically put some money in the pockets of the of the retailers or the vendors. And they're taking it away now. So what? So the public's still going to get fucked over it, right? We're still going to oh, yeah. pay for it in some way. The retailer, or sorry, the consumer always pays for this bullshit, right? So I don't know. So what are you going to do? We don't um, win. We can't win. We we never win. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a losing battle. Yes, it is. Uh, I got some driving stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, out, out and about, whipping around. Um, I have two, actually. I go over the Patella Bridge... At least once a week, because the girlfriend lives in the U.S., so I take the Patella Bridge to visit her. Uh, Patella Bridge is usually always backed up because semi-trucks have to d- occupy both lanes because they, uh, they're they too wide or they don't have enough skill to drive in one singular lane. And I think it comes down to skill. I don't think they – because there's a little bit of a turn on the bridge as you're taking the bridge, and after you leave the bridge, there's another turn leaving the bridge. So um, that shit just pisses me off because it causes so much backup. On, on the bridge because these semi-truck drivers are just taking, they're in the middle of two lanes driving up the bridge and around the corners, whatever it is. Yeah. If you or I were to do that in a regular car with our hazards on, we'd get honked at, we'd get fined, we'd get ticketed. It's just, I don't understand how they're able to get away with it, one. Two, if they can't drive, they shouldn't be driving on the fucking bridge. And three, I've been saying this for a while, is that they should, um, semi-trucks should only be able to drive from like, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. like because it causes so much damage. I don't know if you saw on the news this week that uh, over the they're on the night st- or on the connector heading up toward Night Street Bridge here in Vancouver, British Columbia, a uh, trailer smoked the overpass. Did you see oh, that? Oh no way, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, Shit. so that happened here. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the main major first times. Obviously, it's happened along the number one a couple times as you're going underneath those overpasses there. But uh, uh, there was a stat that I read. Uh, maybe a year, two years ago. And it says most people are getting accidents because of they're avoiding taxi drivers. Uh, so 51% of the people said they avoided a taxi driver and they ended up hitting a car. And I think it was something like 35 or 40% of people avoided a semi-truck driver and they smoked the car or sideswiped or caused damage wow. to that. So it is actually a really big problem. Obviously, you can't. The 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. thing is unrealistic. But... Uh, you know, it's it's becoming an issue out here, and it's just a double standard on driving. Yeah, they can do it, but I can't do it. I mean, come on, guys. Learn to fucking drive your trucks. I'm going to get hate for that, but that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, it's just yeah. obviously semi-trucks transfer all our goods and services and stuff, and I get that, respect that. And, you know, this coffee I'm drinking from Starbucks right now is probably brought to you by a semi-truck, so thank you. But uh, they should have to go through some sort of more testing or whatever the fuck it is because... It's causing so many. It's. I think it's causing more harm than good for what they're doing that way. 
Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. They, um, it's, uh, I guess it depends on the tractor and the trailer that they're hauling and how big it is, how long it is and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, I know I wouldn't want to be fucking driving a unit like oh, that no, in the city. A- um, so, but, but here's, here's the big, the biggest part of, at least about that particular area or that bridge, that Patillo bridge is a fucking horror show. It's a gong show. It always oh, yeah. has been. There's yeah. always problems with that bridge. There's always accidents, uh, on that bridge. My, my, my question is, and you know, I think it comes down to the engineers or the architects or whoever design does designs some of these, uh, some of the infrastructure and it's not only here in Vancouver, you see it everywhere. It's like you, you basically have a curve going onto a, onto a bridge or onto an on-ramp and it's like, yeah, like, like really? Like, like that just doesn't make sense to me. You know, if it ices up, people are going to fucking go plowing right into the fucking rail, guardrail or the cement barrier or whatever it is. And that happens. And that happens on that bridge all the time, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so who is designing these things? What, you know, some of these fucking people are collecting a pretty good salary and they're fucking designing shit like this. And again, it happens everywhere. Maybe that's just a one example. Maybe it's a dumb example, but you could probably pick anything in the city or any other town for that matter. I know I talk about this shit in Canmore, Alberta, where I'm from all the time. Every time I go there and look at some of the things, the entrances, the, uh, to, to both entrances to the town, basically you have to cross a rail line. Um, they've redesigned intersections and the crossings and all that kind of stuff. But when a yeah. train comes through that town, both intersections basically get blocked off for who knows how long, as, you know, as long as it takes for that train to pass. What happens if there's an emergency? What happens if it's life or death and people need to get to the other side of the road? The hospital yeah. is on the other side of the highway or on the other side of that uh, that crossing, right? So, like, who the fuck did that? You, you know, you've tried to upgrade it, you've tried to fix it, but you never really solved the problem here, right? Put in yeah. an overpass, design something different, do something different, because it just doesn't fucking work. Oh, and um you know, back to the Patillo Bridge. I mean, haven't they been trying to do upgrades on that bridge for um, for years now? And well, they, I just, they do has it helped? Things. Has it helped? At nighttime, they close the bridge, like they close a lane off. So they, uh, like the company comes and puts cones in the middle so you're not driving. So it becomes a one lane bridge on the uh, at nighttime from like 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. or something like that. They still, but they are, they do that every night still. I mean, I, they do that every night. They still do. And what's the reasoning for that? Because they're doing work on it or is it because they just want to limit it to, to one lane? What is the I reason? I think it makes it safer oh, because if, as it gets, because it gets See? too dark and yeah. the drivers aren't skilled enough to drive around that's, the corner. That's I just think. fucking stupid. See, they're not solving any problems at all. You know, that's just going to going to continue until they fucking build a new bridge or do something well, different, yeah. right? But that's what they're doing. They're building a new bridge as we speak. So right next to it, there's a new yeah. bridge being built. Holy fuck! So, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know when it's going to open it, but again, it's it's not really doing much because it's this fucking same two lane bridge. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. So it's just, it's going to cause us. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a wider two lanes. Hopefully, the semi trucks will be able to stay in their lane. But um, I, who the fuck knows? We'll see what happens. I don't even know when the bridge is going to be done. Yeah. And for the longest time, it was fucking tilted. Like you were driving by, and once like the there's two big pillars 
I think it's going to look kind of like similar to the Golden Ears Bridge. Okay. So there's these two big cement pillars in the middle, and it's going to have the bridge deck on each side with the fucking cables, Alex Fraser Bridge style here in Vancouver, uh, kind of connecting it. And one of the pillars was off for the fucking longest time, for like maybe two months. They finally corrected that, so that's all fixed. <laughs> so it actually kind of looks decent now. But, okay. Uh, who knows? that? And yeah. plus that area is, um, that whole area is sinking. Oh yeah. So I don't know what the uh, I, I don't know what engineering or what what's happening with that or fuck who the fuck knows. So, you know, if there's an earthquake, this place is fucked. But uh, it's yeah, uh, yeah. That's one uh, of those things. I don't know. I don't know. I know um, there's challenges, also, but but still, yeah. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like they're doing much to really solve these issues. Spending lots of yeah. money, but they're not going anywhere. I got one more driving story super quick. Um, so I arguably the easiest thing to do when you're driving is to make a right turn on a red <laughs> Is it? <laughs> okay. I, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, either going into, because it's, it's harder to make a left turn than it is a right turn. Yes, it is. Because as a left turn, you have to wait for the oncoming traffic and then go across how many ever lanes to get into, to make your left turn if there's right. a, a, an advanced light for you. Making a right turn, if you come to a complete stop at a stop sign or a red light, yeah, if it's clear, there's no one coming across for rocky shoulder check, you make the right turn and you, and you go. I have been noticing a lot more of no right turn signs on red lights popping up. Yeah. And I just don't understand why that is. I, I could understand if it's for like a super busy intersection, like if it's one of those weird five-way sections that you get sometimes, or, you know, if there's a lot of pedestrian traffic, if it's like a high hub, like, you know, Granville in Georgia, that's a high traffic area. Don't make a right turn to red. I get it because there's so many fucking people. But on a regular street, like why, it's, like here in Delta, there's four of them. And I don't understand because obviously some dude fucked up and it con- caused consequences for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but people fuck up driving all the time and they're not going to change the bylaws for those people. So why change it for the people around here? If the signs say no right turn on red, I'm like, holy fuck. So the traffic's building up because you can't make a right turn on a red. And then you have to go because when the light turns green, the pedestrians are able to walk by. So now you're waiting for the pedestrians as they cross the light. Yeah. And you can't get as fast. You know, it's. To me, it's one of the easiest things in driving, making a right turn in a red. And the fact that they take it away because someone fucked up whenever it was, just, again, pisses me off. Yeah. Uh, I hear you there, too. The one the one thing that, that kind of opposite to that is when they don't have a right turn lane when they should. And we talked about this before, especially here downtown yeah. with all the bike lanes. If there is a bike lane, um, you, should, uh, you should have a right turn signal. So... So maybe this is a little different because in 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 my case it's a um, you you know you cannot turn right on a red but there should be a, a a signal a special signal so that you can turn before the pedestrians and the bikes cross so that's what that you know and that's what there should be here downtown especially if you're crossing a bike lane in particular there should be a right turn signal preventing pedestrians including cyclists from crossing. Uh, yeah. For a short period of time, right? So I know that's maybe not the same as what you're talking about, well, it's but uh, you know, but but still, it's um, yeah. There's there's I don't know. To me, it's almost as bad as not having a left turn signal on major routes, though, too, right? Because yeah. because um, you know, 
traffic is so crazy here now. Uh, people, you you get lined up. You get a big lineup of cars when when one vehicle at the front is trying to turn left and they can't because of online oncoming traffic, obviously. And and it's just it causes pretty significant delays at times, right? It takes oh, yeah. you, you know, two or three lights to maybe get through. So that's the other thing. I guess on major routes, there should be a left turn signal as well. Um, there's no excuse nowadays. Some some of them do have that during like rush hours and stuff like that. Why not just fucking have them all day long, all night yeah. long? Because traffic is always crazy here in the city now. So there's never a really a quiet time. So make things as easy and as safe for people as possible instead of, I don't know. Again, it's these politicians in this case. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily, you can't blame the engineers or the electricians or anything like that. This is all the street people, the, not, not, you know what I mean? Not the, not yeah, the yeah, city, yeah. the city people, not this, not the homeless people, the, uh, not the homeless. yeah, you know well, what I Homeless mean. people can make a difference too. <laughs> well, homeless people can probably make better decisions than some of these fucking politicians and, and city councillors and some of these other people making the big bucks, right? So that's what I think. Some of those fucking politicians are just dumb. I don't know how they get into the positions they're in sometimes. <laughs> anyway, I steered. I went way fucking... I took a big left hand turn there. Fuck. I mean, that's yeah. that's the beauty of this, uh, <laughs> of, of free balling it here. Um <laughs> You found a great article about uh, gym and gym selfies dominate social media. I fucking make fun of anybody who posts a gym selfie. Uh, I don't mind you talking about it. But, I mean, fuck, we've talked about our journeys with uh, Hannah on here. We've had her on. She's a personal trainer out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, but I wasn't posting any gym selfies. I don't give a fuck. Everyone's there's a late like there's a there's a couple personalities here in Vancouver who post a selfie every time they go to the fucking gym. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. I'm happy you're getting exercise. I'm happy you're doing the shit, but don't post a selfie about it. Um, and that's, it's, it's, it was, a, I only made it through halfway through the article, but uh, it's, 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 it's fucked up, man. Like people, well, people are fucked. Well, people, people are, and, and I was kind of hoping or saving this for our, our chat with Erica because, you know, she's she's on social media a lot. She's an influencer. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know she, she uh, I think, represents, you know, body image and stuff like that or talks about it lots. And, you know, basically oh, it's, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we could, still, we could still chat about it here because, you know, a, a lot of people, for a lot of people, it's all about, image and looking good and they so you know they just so happen to be able to get some exercise while they're doing it well that's kind of a a, kind of an afterthought for some people right that's that's what it is it's supposed to be about health whereas for a lot of people it's about um external improvements and again it's about it's all about image and popularity and okay if i post this image to instagram i'm gonna get i'm gonna get thousands of likes and that's what it is for a lot of people. And it's just, I think it's, um, it's given fitness a bad name. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, it kind of has. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. It's, I agree with that. It's, I don't know. It's, I think people. It's, uh, it yeah, for sure. I, I, this was kind of a really good quote here, I guess, in this article though, that I found is, um, 
let's see, it's fitness. They're talking about fitness. Fitness is framed as something that you need to do in order to uh, achieve extrinsic goals. You need to look a certain way as opposed to intrinsic goals. Uh, intrinsic goals. So uh, again, that's people thinking about um, their exterior developments and or improvements and looking, uh, wanting to you know be popular because they look good yeah. or because they're flashing them their photos all over, as opposed to internal goals like feeling good about yourself and being healthy and 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 that sort of thing. So, um, so I thought it was kind of a good a good article. I, I, this is probably nothing new, I suppose, <clears throat> but but it's. Um, I think there's more to this article because I think in in general, I think they're saying that fitness is less accessible. And again, part of it is because things are getting so expensive. Yes. Gym membership, memberships, pricey equipment, all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, personal these, trainers. Personal trainers. Yeah, there you go. Like yeah, it's all, uh, all expensive, man. So it's really becoming inaccessible for a lot of people. Um, yes. Uh, and we've talked about it here. You can, and you probably should be able to do a lot of these things on your own without any personal trainers and special equipment. There's yep. there's tons I should be doing. I know that. Um, and at the same time, you know, we do need a kick in the ass. And sometimes these people, whether it be trim uh, gyms or trainers or whatever, they can give us that kick in the ass to get going and yeah, show us proper technique and procedures to do some of these exercises. But in general, it really doesn't take much to get in shape if you want and, you know, you don't necessarily have to be posting photos all over the place just because you think you look good and want to be popular. It's it's about how you feel inside too. So, and that's it. That's where it gets lost. That's where it gets lost for a lot of people. Yeah, we'll definitely bring this conversation up with uh, Erica. We chat with her. She's a uh, she's a busy girl. She's working. She's got brand deals in the making and doesn't have time for a puny little podcast like ours. But she is oncoming. She has expressed interest and she's still answering my calls and emails and texts. So uh, that's, that's a what counts. Good sign. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get her on. Uh, we'll get her on pretty quick. Uh, but um, I do want to talk about music stuff. Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Iron Maiden are finally on the ballot to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's yeah. huge news. Yeah. Uh, how long have Iron Maiden been a band? Well, since when they, was the, when I they mean, formed? I mean, since the mid-70s is when they formed, I believe. I mean, I mean, look it up. Check it out. Yeah, um, 1975. Yeah. I mean, their first album didn't come out until 1980, I believe. But yeah, they formed in the, in the Steve Harris formed this band in the mid seventies. They've been going for a long time. That's almost 50 years. They've almost been around for 50 years. They've got tons of great albums. They've been touring fucking, fucking their shows are just massive and they've been touring forever and they're finally just getting, well, this is just the second nomination now for them into the rock hall. Right. I think so. Uh, Obviously they didn't make it the first time. I think that was just a couple of years ago. Uh, Again, Whenever we talk rock hall, we I get pissed off at least because you know it's just a it's a farce and all of these great bands have yet to be inducted and uh, you just kind of wonder why. So I mean I know that they can't get all get in there at the same time, but like come on, yeah, fifty years. Why should it take fifty fucking years for a band like Iron Maiden to get into the rock hall? Really? Why? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I would love so, to see the criteria it's on because, you know, obviously there's some favorites in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but what are they basing it on? How are these guys getting in 
the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, you know, what's, what is rock and roll now? Like, there's wow. a bunch of hip-hop. Like, I mean, I don't mind. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what they're basing it on. Like, I would just love to have a general idea on how everything is, how they're nominating them and how they're moving in. But uh, Well, isn't it, yeah, we uh, isn't it, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but don't you have to be around for, uh, as an artist or a performer for 25 years before you qualify? Is that what it is? I, I don't. I don't know for sure. Oh, yeah. Is it 25 years and then you can be nominated, I suppose? Um, we'll have to check that out because I can't. I can't remember. So um, anyways, some of the other nominees for this year. And again, there's some other great artists on here who are still not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, and I'm not going to read them all. Okay, so Kate Bush, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow. Iron Maiden, Joy Division slash New Order. New Order uh, became, uh, Joy Division became New Order uh, eventually. Uh, George Michael, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is not in the Rock Hall. I mean, you would argue that, he okay, he's not a rock and roll artist. Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden. Soundgarden's been around for, what, 40 years? Yeah. Or 35 years anyway. Um... The White Stripes, Warren Zevon, that's the other one. Anyway, those are some of the um, artists uh, nominated this year. So it says, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. Right. So yeah, that's that's pretty, that's right. So that's uh, <clears throat> that's interesting. So these guys who are in. Well, uh, they're not in. They're, they're, not they've in, been nominated again. Uh, this is their second time now. So hopefully they'll, they'll get in this year. So yeah, for the second time since 2021, they've been nominated. Iron Maiden has for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, let's hopefully get in this year, damn it. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you seen Maiden live? Oh, wow. I just, I have no idea. Probably not as many as you think, but still I would say the number is five or six or seven. I guess I don't know something like that. Yeah, I'm at. It's been I think a few I'm times. Three. Yeah. So not not very many. I was supposed to see them while we we're off, but I actually didn't make it to Seattle. I was going to go to the Seattle show here. Uh, yeah. But I ended up getting cool. sick, and it wasn't. Uh, I couldn't make it across, which sucked. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. We will see the maiden again. They will be back through Vancouver again. So. Uh, I'm sure they will. Uh, uh, we touched on this last week. What time is it? Oh, I'm sorry. We touched on this last week. Uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix has rolled out, rolled, rolled out, rolls out. Netflix has rolled out its new fees for password sharing here in Canada. Um, it pretty much says accounts with two users in two locations must pay an extra $8. Yeah. So it, I think, I, I, like we talked about this last week, uh, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. But, uh, and it's just, it's kind of ridiculous on how they're doing this and what they're doing. Um, but I just, I just don't understand if you want people to watch your content, just share it out there. People will find your content, whether it's through the app or through whatever sites and stuff they're using to get it or streaming sites or whatever the hell it is, they will find the content. Either you make your basic $16.99 a month or whatever, $20.99 here a month in Canada, or you shut the fuck up because a lot of people are now, there's been a bunch of polls out. People are just going to stop paying. They're protesting. Who gives a shit? You know, people... Kids accounts and iPads and all this stuff, people are just are just gonna drop it. I know you dropped Netflix what a year and a half ago, two years ago. Oh yeah, it's been I don't know at least a couple of years anyway. So yep, 
And even then, I don't know how much we were really watching it. So like, fuck, I'm just, it's not worth spending that money. Um, I, I guess, I guess the funny thing is, well, it's not funny, but the thing is, you know, like I said, we talked about it last week. This leaked out somehow. Apparently some document leaked out that they were going to do this. And then they, because the backlash happened at that time, they basically, you know, stepped back and said, oh, well, no, that was a leaked document. It's not going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And now, what, a couple of days later, they, sure enough, Canada at least, uh, I don't think it's happened in the U.S. yet. Canada is one of the first countries where they're, where they're rolling this out now. So it is happening. I think they've said in March sometime that this is going to take effect. Uh, but yeah, basically it's, uh, you're going to, if you're not watching, I still don't know how, well, they're going to use IP addresses and devices and stuff like that, I think, right? Yeah. So um, I think I think you will still be allowed to, like, let's say you go on vacation and you want to watch on the hotel TV. I think I think there is still going to be a way for you to do that. Uh, are they still send, are they sending you a code or something like that? I think you might still be able to do that because you're still it's you're still the same person. You're the yeah, account owner, it. you're still watching it yourself, right? You're not you're not sharing passwords, you're not giving it out to somebody else or anything like that. So um so people were kind of concerned about that. Even so, uh it's a, it's a lot of money and um you know, sure, they've let this password sharing slide. And again, it kind of maybe goes back to this uh, loyalty stuff that I was speaking about earlier. People are now yeah. pissed off because they were getting away with it before. It was kind of free for them to share their passwords with whoever, any family member that they wanted to, whether they lived in the household or not. And now that Netflix is tightening up on this, um, everybody's whining and crying. And it, so in some ways, it's kind of the same. But in other ways, it's not just because the programming on Netflix has kind of gone to hell. They've been increasing their prices steadily uh, over the recent years. And I mean, you're right. It's just, you know, people are just tired of spending so much money for something that just doesn't seem worth it. And now they're going to hit, be, you know, they're going to get hit again. Yes. So that's, that is the difference. I mean, sh- yeah. you know, no more password sharing and, you know, people are just going to have to deal with that. But why... I don't know. To me, to me, I guess okay. If you if you're a big enough Netflix user, just get your own fucking account because now now with these extra fees, it's probably cheaper for you to get your own account instead of like tell tell your mom to get your own account, her own account instead of feeding off yeah. your account and you paying an extra eight bucks or whatever it is, right? So do yeah, just do your own so. thing, and then you don't have to worry about any of this shit. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but you know, I think the the premium account here. How many users did they update that? Because the last, I think it was four users for the uh, for the yes. premium plan. It still does. Yeah, the premium plan yeah, yeah. allows for four users at twenty dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Yeah, that's right. So even for them, you will have to pay an extra seven ninety nine for every additional user in a new location, up to yeah. two, up to the number two. So. So you could be paying, if you have six people in your family, you could be paying, uh, well, what does that work out to? That's uh, like $29 a month. Is my math yeah. right? Yeah, $29 a month for six people. Which, you know what, maybe doesn't sound like that much, but I mean, that's that's not the point here. The price is going up, the quality of the product or service is going down. And, uh, and they're not allowing you to, everybody else is allowing you to... Uh, you know, kind of quote unquote, share your password, but uh, yeah, 
Yeah, it's fucked. But you know what? One thing we haven't touched on, and it is Super Bowl Sunday, is the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, do you watch NFL? Do you give a shit? Uh, do you even know who's playing? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Super Bowl today? I do know who's, who's playing. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. They are playing in, I forget the name of the arena in Arizona. Um, you know what? I've not watched a, an NFL game all season. Yep. Uh, I don't really give a shit about football anymore, and I haven't for quite some time, quite a number of years. Every once in a while, I end up tuning into the game, even though I say I won't. Uh, I'll probably do the same thing today. But you know what? I, I mean, it's it's more, it might be on in the background, and sure, I might be following it and whatever, checking out the score. Honestly, though, I don't give a shit. I really don't. Yep. I just, yep. Uh, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, I am a big sports fan, but I've just, my interest in football is just not the same as it used to be. Not much of a fan. Yeah, it's... uh, And the commercials, the commercials, uh, I mean, I've already talked about commercials. There are some clever TV spots out there, for sure. And there always has been, and it's always interesting to see what people come up with sometimes. But you know what? I'm not going to watch the fucking Super Bowl just for the fucking TV commercials, because I hate commercials anyway. So overall, I fucking hate commercials. I've said it here many times. Uh, I will avoid commercials at all costs. So why should I watch the fucking Super Bowl just to, for the commercials? And here in Canada, I don't think, once again, I think they've probably screwed us. We can't even watch oh, the yeah, good commercials not, in the States watch. anyway. So so like, really, like, who cares? And the halftime show, well, this year it's Beyonce. Is Who is who is doing it this year? See it again. Uh, it's uh, another reason. Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna, right. <laughs> Same thing. Name one Rihanna song. Fuck, No. <laughs> Is that the name of a song? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, um, but like, who cares? Yeah. I just, like, the halftime shows suck just as much as the commercials do, right? Yeah. I mean, there have been some good halftime shows. Um, most known in the last couple of years was Bruno Mars. I thought that was all right. Um, before that would have been Rolling Stones, Prince, Paul McCartney, and Michael Jackson. But everything other than that have been kind of the shits. I mean, it's cool to see what they're doing. It's cool to see all that shit. The weekend last year, I fucking hated. Yeah, just um, just awful. And, you know, you kind of wonder how they pick some of these artists. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl was in... We I think we even talked about this. Did we? I don't know. Super Bowl was in San Francisco a couple years ago. Why not get some artists from San Francisco? Why not sure. get rock and roll Hall of Famers Metallica was, in your hometown? Place? I was just going to say that. Sure, yeah. maybe they are not everybody's favorite, but I mean... I mean, this obviously the same could be said about Rihanna. I mean, it's oh it's, yeah, you know, it, you probably have a bigger chance of finding Rihanna song on the radio as opposed to Metallica. But but that's but let's like so what? It's it's not the point. It's uh, I think Metallica would have been a good pick for that show. Yeah, it's uh, uh, and other artists from San Francisco. There's many other artists from San Francisco who would have probably fit better than. Well, I don't know who ended up doing that show, but. Oh, it was uh, San Francisco. That would have been. I have it open here. Was that Bruno Mars? I don't know. It would have been Georgia, Minneapolis, Houston, Santa. Actually, I don't have it. Okay. (laughs) I don't even know where it is. I can't even see it. But yeah, it's. It wasn't uh, that long. It was a couple years ago, I think. So yeah, was it Inglewood? Was that the one? Nope. Tampa Bay, Miami, Mercedes Benz, Georgia, Minnesota, Texas, California, Arizona, New Jersey, Louisiana. Like I'm back to 2011 now. I don't see. Oh, this San would have been Francisco. like two years ago. 
Well, it would have been where's the, where's the stadium in? It's it is it it right in San Francisco? I think it is actually, or is it down by San Jose? I don't know. I don't know where the new the, the the new arena is, or the stadium, for the Forty Niners. Um, who cares? It really who cares? Um, yeah. I know one person who cares though. Uh, our buddy Sean Tomko is at Super Bowl Sunday. He's uh, took his family down. I the saw Super Bowl that. Trip. Yes, wow. and I was like, holy shit, that's gonna be. Uh, I don't know how much that was or whatever it is, but good for him. He he bleeds Chiefs. So because of him, I want the Chiefs to win, but I could give two fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've noticed the uh, the social media posts coming from down there from him. Um, you're right, a big big uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, the whole family's there. I don't know if they're all going to the game or not, but it's got to be fucking expensive regardless. So, anyways, oh yeah. But I said it's here to uh, you know he is having fun so. Good well, on that's him. What counts. It doesn't mean I'm going to be cheering for the Chiefs, but uh, I don't know who I'm going to cheer for. So anyway, uh, for the first time ever, I'm involved in some squares. Oh, uh, I don't know really how squares work, but uh, I put my name in two boxes. It was ten dollars per square, and hopefully, I make some money today. We'll see what happens. There's, <laughs> uh, I think, there's fifty of us involved with it. So it's a pretty big pot moving forward, okay. but uh, I'm a bottom right square, like the very end of the edge of the board, bottom right, and I uh, don't know if that'll do anything because I don't even remember what my numbers are, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. The only reason why I'm invested in the Super Bowl is because of these fucking dumb squares, so. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking. I was trying to find something here for, oh, yeah, so it is Santa Clara, and it was a little Santa bit. Santa Clara. Yeah, so Santa Clara, Levi Stadium is the name of it for the, for the 49ers. Gotcha. And Coldplay was the uh, halftime performer. And what year was that? That was 2016. So shit, okay. that was a little bit longer ago than I thought it was. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. Fuck, that was seven years ago. Shit, the Super oh, Bowl 50. Man. We're getting old. Was it Super Bowl 50? Yes, it was. We're yeah. getting old. Well, time, we well, times, old well time's, time's flying, man. Like, that's the thing, man. It just seems like it was yesterday. And uh, well, shit, it was seven years ago. So, fuck, I don't know. Where is time going? Fuck, we've been talking for an hour now. It doesn't seem like it's been an hour. So, yes. there you go. Well, you know, for for an unprepped show, we did pretty well. Uh, but. I think so. I think so. Hey, I, I do want to talk uh, one thing here real quick. And I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm just going to play this. Uh, can I play this in the background? Come on, you can do it. Uh... Was it that slower thing? No, it's this is television. Uh, okay. Tom Verlaine. I wanted to talk about this last week because this yes. one, you know, there's been a lot of uh, people passing away lately, and uh, this one kind of hurt, hit me, hit me pretty hard. I mean, not not like hard as in I didn't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself here, but it was, <laughs> it's pretty sad because Tom Verlaine was one of the members of a band uh, called Television. Yes. Uh, this this is a song from their debut album called Marky Moon. Um, they actually only put out two studio albums, um, but they were one of the kind of early punk rock bands from New York, uh, from the New York, New York scene. Their music doesn't sound like necessarily like punk rock, but it's more like the kind of the post-punk maybe it's it's not new wave it's not some of the other stuff that came after because this album was released in 1977 
Um, anyways, one of the greatest albums ever. And um, not just one of the greatest punk albums, one of the greatest albums ever. I just, it's such a fantastic album. Tom Verlaine passed away at 73. And um, yeah, pretty, pretty shitty. I don't even know what happens. Uh, it sounds like it was a kind of a brief illness. That's all I've heard. But yeah, yeah, kind of sucks. And, See, I uh, didn't know who this guy was. Uh, so I had, and this this happened a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, or a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Uh, I think it's just before, two episodes ago, before yes. he went on, it was just kind of breaking. So uh, I didn't know who this guy was. So I had to go and listen to his his stuff and see some live videos, whatever I could find, and, and give her a go. Uh, a lot of the artists have credited him for being a major influence. Yes. And you listen to these artists who cover it up. The one that stands out is The Edge from U2. You listen to this guy's album, then you listen to Edge's guitar playing, and you're like, holy fuck, it's pretty similar, you know, yeah. in a way. Um, the song you're playing right now is, uh, what's the song you're playing right now? Uh, this, Mark Moon? No, this is, um, what is this called? Tom Curtain is the name of the song. It closes their, their first album. It's the last song, I think, on the album. Yeah, so like you listen to this song right right off the bat. It kind of, I thought it was a U two song right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. It's, I never. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, him. Both him. Both guitarists in this band. The other one was uh, Richard uh, Richard Lloyd. Uh, was that his name, Richard Lloyd? Uh, both of them were very um, very influential. Very very highly regarded guitarists and. Um, yeah, Richard Lloyd passed away quite a few years ago, I think already. So, um, but I saw I saw television at the Commodore uh, because they, I mean, again, they've been gone and they split up many many years ago. Tom Verlaine yeah. went on to a uh, you know quite a lengthy solo career. Uh, but yeah, I think the odd time they would get together and tour, and, and uh, so I saw this show at the Commodore. And again, one of even though Richard Lloyd's gone. Um, they are still one of the. I was just so happy to be there. It was just so yeah. amazing to see uh, the band play these awesome songs that I just love so much. And of course, Tom Verlaine is the front man because he's the singer as well. And amazing guitar work. I, I could just yeah. listen to this album over and over and over. Uh, I just love it so much. Oh yeah, so, I got to give this a spin because I don't not really too familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it a. Give it a spin. It's it's just amazing. Again, it's it was. I would have to say, again, it's highly regarded album. One of the best ever. It made so many of the top lists. For me, it's probably a top ten album. I just love it so much. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah. I am in. So check it out. Yeah, and you have to play it front to back. Listen to the whole man, whole thing, man. There's not a bad song on the album. Just Sweet. it's really cool. I am. Doped. So I wanted to bring that up uh, again because I miss, we missed out on it last week or last time. And uh, before we finish here today, I wanted to quickly send out my, my uh, I don't know, what am I sending? I don't know. Just your condolences, your respect. My respect. respect. That's what it is. My respect for the, for this guy as a guitarist and this band in general because it's really cool. Goddamn right. Yeah. 
Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Uh, you know, that's I think uh, that's all I got. It's it was good to catch up, even though this was kind of a oh, we just a bit of a shit show. We threw things together here quick, as uh, well, maybe 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 we do all the time, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you'd notice it more here today, just because we kind of winged it here again. So, well, that's my fault. I forgot to say, hey, fuck, I'm not recording tomorrow. So that's, that's okay. That's it. Uh, but uh, with that, we will say you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and of course, Google Podcasts, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. I don't know what else I want to say today. A woman's body is her own fucking business. And please take care of yourself, okay? If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we will try harder next time. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See ya. If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. Clouds.com.